Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead, make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Commence primary ignition. Last week on Movie Magic, I spoke about a series titled The Patient, which is on Hulu or Disney+. Plus and I highly recommend it. It's only about half an hour long per episode, and it centers around two actors, one a patient and the other a therapist. The two actors are Gleason and Carell, and they are worthy of multiple awards. Now, if you missed that episode on Money FM 89.3, um, you could always listen to the podcast version available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Refonic, or anywhere where you get your daily dose of podcasts. All you have to do is Google Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Now, without even guessing, you would know that The Patient is all about mental health, which has heightened these days and brought to the forefront ever since the pandemic started. People get angry easily, upset, depressed, and so on. Some people have identified it and seek help, while others are on the fence. As if the law of attraction came into play, I, not on purpose, watched Two other shows that revolved around mental health. And I'll tell you about these two shows that you could watch from the comfort of your own home. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. The first one I want to highlight is a series on Netflix and is titled Keep Breathing. I didn't think much of it first with the title and the poster and wanted to give it a miss. But in the trailer, actually, it was more like a scene from the series where this young girl is waiting to catch a flight from a small airport to a place in Canada. And that made me want to give this series a try. Because, hey, Canada is a beautiful place. So this young lady, who's a lawyer, needs to go to a place in Canada where it's somewhere in the north and her flight is not taking off. And to make matters worse, she is rude to the airport staff. Now, when you're rude... You know, you're not going to get things done your way. So she's stranded in this small airport where she overhears two men talking about going to the destination where she wants to go on a private propeller plane. She desperately wants to go with them and got them convinced to take her with them. Well, they hesitate at first, but eventually they give in uh, when she offers to give them $1,000 each, which I find it odd because these guys are loaded with money, and this will come into light during one of the episodes in this six-part miniseries, which is about half an hour each episode. So if you want to binge-watch it, it's okay, because it's about the same time spent watching a movie. It's about three hours long in total. But is it worth binge-watching? Well, that's what I'm here for, to tell you. 
Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. The trailer will tell you that the plane is going to crash. So, it's no spoiler here. You'll get to see that in the first episode. Now, remember the movie Castaway starring Tom Hanks? It was on a deserted island and that movie was great. It was super. This series has a similar story and instead of, you know, crash landing on an island, in this series, the plane crash lands on a lake somewhere in the wilderness in Canada. It was filmed on location in beautiful British Columbia. Now, this lady, Liv Rivera, played by Mexican actress Melissa Barrera, well, her performance is good. It's actually quite good. Very good. She was very convincing. She can also pass off as a pretty Hindi actress. So, I want to talk about this actress a little before I talk about the movie. She was born in Mexico, or Mexico, as they say it over there. She attended the American School Foundation of Monterrey when she was four to the age of 18 when she graduated high school. It was during her middle school years that she began getting involved in theater. She participated in school plays and musicals such as The Wizard of Oz, Footloose, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and Aida. Come to think of it, I've watched all these plays live, so it's not an easy task even if it is a high school production. She began her professional career during her last year of high school when she led the Mexican production of Romeo y el Julieta, which originally was a French musical, and she played the part of Julieta. After that, she also participated in a regional production of Footloose in the role of Ariel before leaving for college in New York. She auditioned and was accepted to the Collaborative Arts Project as part of the Tisch School of the Arts in New York University in 2009. Now, during her years at NYU, she participated in productions such as Sweet Charity and the Caucasian Chalk Circle, and she got lead roles. In 2011, she left NYU when she was selected to participate in the Mexican reality show La Academia, in which she gained lots of critical acclaim for her singing and dancing abilities. At the end of 2011, she was chosen to participate in her first telenovela on La Mujer de Judas. I'm probably butchering this right now. Directly after that, she was offered her second role in another telenovela, La Otra Cara del Alma, alongside the Latin telenovela star, Gabriela Spanik. So after working in television, she opted to try her luck in the film industry, doing four films in two years. Two of the films which she led were premiered in the second half of 2017. The first was set in the 1950s, and the second was a modern-day drama. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. But she loves theater. So, not leaving her love for theater behind, Melissa goes back and forth, alternating TV and film with theater. Melissa was in three long running productions in Mexico City, and one was a Spanish hit musical, which she won two awards. And, get this, she was in Mel Brooks' El Juven Frankenstein, which is Young Frankenstein. The musical. So with all these experiences, she is a very good actress. And her performance in Keep Breathing kept the series alive. So, what am I saying here? 
am I giving this series a bad review? Well, for one, the writing is not that fantastic. There were a lot of holes in the script, just like the Liverpool defence lately. The show is mostly about her previous life, which we see in all too frequent flashbacks. One set of them revolving around a relationship which she has with a co-worker and another around her childhood. Now, her childhood is what makes her what she is today. She's a feisty workaholic because she didn't get the love she was expecting from her mother. You see, her mother has some mental health issues and it was her father that brought her up. But later on, you'll find, well, in the flashbacks again, that her relationship with her father was strained as well because her father was upset with the way her mother behaved. More on the bad writing and maybe not enough research, uh, it felt like the creators of the series have never even spent one day in the woods on a camping trip. Then there's the time where she's also dropping F-bombs at nature. Nothing is really exciting about the series. Uh, there is one sequence where she removes most of her clothes in an attempt to swim to the aeroplane that crashed only to strap her heavy boots on and then go swimming. Why? Who in the right mind would swim with boots on? And then the next day, she does swim to the plane, but this time with all her clothes on, and then holds her breath in the freezing water for well over 60 seconds. Well, that's impossible. And on top of that, she scares off a grizzly bear by yelling from the water, and then she swims to the bear's exact location, and then proceeds to calmly sit there and eventually fall asleep. Now, when a bear had come to an area, they would most likely come back again, especially when they know there's some food somewhere. But she slept like Goldilocks, not afraid of the likelihood of the bear coming back. Seriously, there are many holes in the script. There are a lot of scenes when I went, why didn't she do this? And why didn't she do that? Well, there are few good things about this miniseries. Melissa's acting, the beautiful outdoors of Canada, and the cinematography. And oh, the flashbacks of her childhood will shed some light on how a behavior of a person is shaped. I'm Colin Gomez, and if you just tuned in, I'm at the tail end of my two cents worth of the Netflix six-episode miniseries, Keep Breathing. If you have time to waste and you want to watch a no-brainer, uh, then go ahead and watch the series. Not everything's bad about the series. Some songs played from the series in the background are great as well, like um, Percy Sledge's Sudden Stop, which is a nice romantic song. It is subtle and it's in the background in one of the scenes. You don't really hear it, but you know it's there. It's not overpowering, like, you know, songs played in... What uh, was that series? Grey's Anatomy. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Now, I said at the beginning of the show that I watched two shows that have a mental health theme. The first was a series titled Keep Breathing. And the second is a movie which I'm going to talk about right now that is streaming on Netflix. It's a British production and it's titled I Just Came By. It's about a rebellious young graffiti artist. Now, 
we as Singaporeans may not identify with a graffiti artist. Because you know the punishment in Singapore for graffiti, right? And I don't condone graffiti either. It just makes the environment look dirty and run down. Having murals on walls of buildings is one thing. That's art. But graffiti, well, that's not art to me. And some may argue and say, well, it's freedom of expression. But when the expression is not welcomed on someone's private property, then it's a violation. So this young adult named Toby is a graffiti artist and he lives in a flat in England with his single mother. Now that some of us can identify with. Adults living in a flat with a parent or parents. Toby is played by BAFTA award-winning British actor George McKay, who started his acting career as a child actor in the 2003 version of Peter Pan. His mother is played by Kelly MacDonald, and she's a therapist, although she helps people. Um, she has a set of problems with her own son. Now, if you're wondering who Kelly MacDonald is, well, she is the award-winning Scottish actress who was in movies like No Country for Old Men, Gosford Park, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and many more. Now, you may not know this actor, but Purcell Ascott is a Zimbabwean-British actor who plays the role of Toby's best friend named Jay. So Toby, despite his laziness, is also politically minded. He and his best friend break into the homes of the upper-class, rich and snotty people and leave behind the message in big, bold letters, I came by. You know, they spray paint on the walls inside their house. Not a very nice thing to do. His latest target is retired Judge Hector Blake, played by Hugh Bonneville, who is best known for portraying Robert Corley, Earl of Grantham in the historical drama series Downtown Abbey and the movie version as well. Now, Judge Hector Blake has many connections as he is a well-known judge and has a good reputation. However, Toby believes he's a hypocrite. So when Toby breaks into Blake's house without his friend, as his friend Jay does not want to be involved in graffiti work anymore and... You know, he didn't want to be breaking into anybody's house anymore because he has shifted his principles. Um, Toby discovers a pottery studio in this judge's house in the basement um, filled with shelves. And these shelves are filled with pots. But what's behind one of the shelves is a door. And I'm not going to tell you what lies behind this door. Now, there are no flashbacks of any kind. But through a conversation that Judge Blake has with an individual from Iran, you'll find out that he is actually a racist, a bigot. And that's because of something that he encountered during his childhood. Now, there are murders, but you don't actually see the murders in this movie. It doesn't happen. You don't see it happening. It happens, but you don't see it happening. However, you'll hear it, which makes it even more scarier. It's quite well directed by British-Iranian filmmaker Babak Anvari, who is known for making horror movies. Now, some critics don't like this film. I just came by and gave it only two and a half stars out of five. I, on the other hand, like the story. I like the plot. 
And I also didn't expect certain people to be murdered in this film. And when you don't expect something, it makes it even better. I hope you would enjoy this film. It's not fantastic, but it's a good British thriller. And the end credits has a Tears for Fears song. If you're a fan of that band, well, you would stay till the end of the credits. And you probably sing along. Well, I did. So, two shows on Netflix. One a series and the other a movie. And both have a common theme. Mental health. And it all stems from something that happened during a person's childhood. I'm Colin Gomez, and this is Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3.